when you give something your full attention, you find yourself by definition thinking less about other things, checking your phone, whatnot, and more. This is all we have as humans, right? Is the present moment. So can you give that thing that you have, this precious gift of your attention, entirely to one thing? One of my favorite things that photography taught me was how to be more aware, right? As a photographer, there's the technical aspects, but there's also the awareness of moments, being present for moments enough to see them such that you know when to click the shutter. You could argue that this is finding moments. You could argue that this is finding beauty, but it's not always beauty that we're capturing, right? Sometimes it's pain or frustration or there's so many, there's a whole range of things. But for every thing that I realized that photography, you know, and did for me, supported uh, my becoming more aware of moments, there, there is an infinity of things in culture that are taking us out of the present moment. It's for that reason, and also the fact that I'm married to uh, a, a meditation, a mindfulness and awareness uh, uh, coach, teacher, my wife, Kate. It's both of these things that, that have really helped me double down on my belief and understanding that awareness, not just in beauty, but just awareness of the present moment of the, the, the power that this tool wields. This concept gets us out of our heads, into our bodies and the present moment, into this precious life that we have. And in a continuation of that, getting us out of there, it ironically connects us so much more deeply to our human experience and the world around us. These are, these are profound, I'm making a profound claim here. And yet I, I, I believe this to be true. I deeply believe this to be true. Now, if we zoom out a little bit, um, in fact, you know, when people early in their careers as creators for those who identify as such, it is not uncommon to, uh, for me to recognize in others, to look back on myself and or to hear reports of other creators say that this ability to be present in the moment is one of the biggest opportunities for growth. I have come to understand that this is actually a secret weapon for developing a point of view on something. Can you go inward to understand how something makes you feel? such that when you are creating, you could actually use that as a vehicle through which to create work, right? I want someone to feel X, therefore I can make something that looks, feels, acts, behaves, appears, experiences like Y. Such a powerful methodology or lens through which you can develop a point of view, right? It's, it's clear we need to be good at, our, at the fundamentals of our craft in order to be able to do this, right? We, you've, you've got to be able to create, to have some distance between camera settings or, you know, color if you're trying to put something on a canvas or the ability to use master, you know, a particular language. 
But this has made me want to do a quick show here on, uh, I've come up with six tips, you know, a few obvious favorites, six tips that ought to help you hone your awareness, hone your presence and tune in to this particular moment. So here's six things. I'm going to save two. There are two, what I would call bonus things at the end that are going to feel a little bit like, duh, but I'm saving those two as separate from the six because I do believe that there is a profundity there that they need to be called out separately. So six tips and then two bangers at the end. All right. Tip number one, what are you doing to notice your surroundings? Right now, whatever you're looking at when you're listening to this, what what does it look like? No, I mean, not look like, like, what does it look like deeply? What is it, what are the attributes that it, it has a thing? And, you know, if you looked at a quarter, for example, a U.S. quarter, you're going to say, oh, wow, it's round. Well, if you look carefully, it's really not actually round in, in that the spine has all these little bumps on it. So in fact, it's quite far from round if you look close enough. Now extrapolate that idea to your surroundings. Look closely at your surroundings. Right now I have the huge benefit of staring at, out a window in which I'm seeing misty rain come down and an amazing forest of old growth trees. This is absolutely, it's raw, it's beautiful. How does that look? What, what, in what ways is the wind moving the branches? What is the rain doing when it hits this leaf that's closest to my window and bounces off? What patterns am I seeing in the clouds? Or back to you, what is the thing that's to your left and your right? Or if you go sort of inward, what are you hearing right now? What sounds can you hear that you can't actually see? How many lights can you count? How many raindrops in a moment are splashing right in front of you? Or what is the action that those raindrops have when they hit? This sounds trite. Okay, what's the benefit of this chase? The benefit is presence. That in itself is the gift. Can you be still for a moment and just observe? Can you rid your thinking mind of everything that it has to do and just feel those things. Can you be outside in these environments that I'm talking about? Even more powerful. So tip number one, how close attention can you pay to your surroundings? Thing two, can you in fact, do what these days may have thought of previous to the show as impossible, which is thinking of one thing. Can you focus on one thing at a time, one action that you're doing without multitasking? If you are walking, can you feel what it feels like to have your feet touch your socks, your socks touch the insides of your shoes and your shoes to essentially push back on you because it's pushing against the ground. Can you focus on that while you walk? Something else. Can you do something that requires your full attention or may it not require your attention because you could say chop vegetables and think about the grocery list for tomorrow, 
but can you in fact direct your attention entirely on chopping the bell pepper? When you give something your full attention, you find yourself by definition thinking less about other things, checking your phone, whatnot, and more. This is all we have as humans, right? Is the present moment. So can you give that thing that you have, this precious gift of your attention, entirely to one thing? When you are listening to someone talk to you, especially if in their physical presence, can you pay 100% of your attention to the words that are coming out of their mouth without thinking of a response, without feeling like you're gauging you know, how much they're blinking or what, what's going on in the background. Have you ever had that person or a person rather pay 100% attention to you? It is a different feeling. So I'm wondering, can you pay attention to someone else or can you focus on one particular thing? Research shows that when you are fully focused, the details of that focused moment are present with you for a much longer period of time. And that, my friends, is all we have in this life. The present moment and the feelings that carry with us as we move through the world. All right, that was thing two. Thing three, it's a corollary to thing two. Can you be mindful of that which you do? How often do you eat your lunch while you're surfing the internet or, or reading emails, right? What this is actually doing, whether you know it or not, is distancing yourself from the thing. Eating is distancing you from awareness about the email. Email is distancing you from the thing. Same could be true for even talking while you're walking through nature. Talking, you're focused on the words and the ideas and the concepts and thinking about what you need to say next And versus the wind on your face, the smell of the forest or the ocean or the city. Being mindful focusing on the the taste of each piece of food that you put in your mouth the texture as you chew it this is again reinforcing thing too this is a very powerful way of being in the world because it makes the, the very definition of paying attention makes the attention richer makes the experience the human experience richer and again this is Truly, at the end of our days, this is all we have. Uh, that was thing three. Be mindful of everything you do. Tip number four is actually breathing. <laughs> practicing breathing, and in fact, practicing deep breathing is a highway to feeling better. Research shows that breathing decreases stress. It's one of the fastest and most effective ways, more effective than the most potent medicines that we can develop for mitigating blood pressure. Just taking deep breaths. The same is true for relieving pain, stimulating the lymphatic system. You know, I mentioned lowering blood pressure, all of it. That is governed in large part by our ability to breathe deeply. When was the last time you breathed in very deeply and slowly through your nose, paused, and then exhaled? And on again, when was the last time you did that for 10 breaths in a row? Now, I will focus your attention momentarily on 
a conversation I had with James Nestor, who wrote an amazing book uh, about breathing and breath. Um, you ought to listen to that. I had him on the show and you can search my name and his on the internet or search the podcast, whatever. One popular mechanism for breathing that I will just leave you with here is the four, seven, eight method. That is, uh, once you're sitting in a quiet, comfortable space, place your tongue on the back of your top teeth, inhale for a count of four through your nose, hold that for seven, exhale through the mouth for a count of eight making an audible sort of whooshing sound, do that four times. You will feel better, guaranteed. All right, so that's another tip. Two more here. Take a break from screens. This is a tip, but it's more than a tip. I want it to be a sledgehammer that's hitting you over the head real quick here. It is no secret that we're addicted to our phones. Social media, televisions, um even digital billboards, right? They zap us away from whatever we're doing in the moment and capture our attention. Checking social media, that has all sorts of negative side effects that I think we are just beginning to understand. So my question for you is, can you take a break from screens? I have over the past month, uh, dramatically reduced my screen time and my happiness is increased because of it. I'm encouraging you to try it. Take a break from screens. Is it an hour? Can you turn that little device on your phone that allows you to shut off social media if you've been looking at it scrolling endlessly? Do you check your screen time and can you make it go down over the course of the next week or month? These are challenges that I'm issuing. <laughs> that was thing five. Thing six. Spend time with people who light you up, people who make you feel happy, connected. Can you do more of that? This, you know, the saying is obvious and, and old by now on this show. If you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, you should choose wisely. How can you put yourself around people that light you up? Or because it's a pandemic or because culture has changed and it's less, you see less people less often, you're not at the work, not at work as much or whatever. Can you seek out people, specific people who you feel good around and that you would like to connect more deeply with? This is an actual active exercise I encourage you to do. Because when we are doing things that bring us joy, surrounded with people that we connect with, that are positive and supportive. We naturally can do a lot of the other things I'm talking about. We can breathe more easily. We can connect with um, humans. We can be more present in the moment. And in turn, this helps so much. This is like, it's like a lubricant for so many other areas of our lives, let alone focusing or helping us focus on what's going well in our lives and the lives of people we care about instead of dwelling on past or future. All right, those, that's six things, I think, unless I miscounted. One, notice your surroundings. Two, focus on one thing at a time. Do not multitask. Three, be mindful. Four, practice deep breathing or breath exercises at all. Five, take a break from screens. I don't care how much of a break. I would love you to go deep on this, but just take a break from screens. And six, spend time choosing people who make you feel happy and more fulfilled and spend more time with them. Two others I promised. 
these are just, I just can't not say them. I can't do a show like this and not say them. They're no brainers if you listen to this podcast, especially before, but I would be remiss. I'm a big fan of meditation. There are lots of different types. I practice TM. Uh, I am coached and understand uh, mindfulness. There's lots of different practices that the app, um, gosh, is calm. Um, there's so many apps that can help you. Uh, even the Aura Ring app that I have, you know, Aura, um, O-U-R-A, the ring that tracks, you know, sleep and all this, a lot of the other habits that, uh, and data that now has meditations in there. Do some meditation. I'm not going to go deep on this um, because I've been beating this drum for 10 years. It has transformed my life starting 10 years ago and continues to be this day. Uh, I encourage it. And thing to big, you know, elephant in the room, <laughs> gratitude. There's lots of podcast episodes that I've done about gratitude practice. I've shared very specifically mine. Uh, Tony Robbins, if you look up Tony, he is great with sharing some of this stuff. Tony Nader, um, you know, he's a guest, been a guest on the show before. Um, but if you are new to gratitude, it is a major unlock. And I would encourage searching my name, gratitude. There are articles I've written uh, on my site and others and very specific practices that I have gone through in podcasts. So, all right. Um, I might even say one more. <laughs> I can't not say this one too. Are you able to move your body? Um, regardless of your ableness as a human being, whatever body you have with you, the ability to move it through its paces, whether that you have a uh, full mobility as a human or whether you're, you may be, um, mobility challenge in some way, the body likes to move. Physical movement is a foundation. It's a part of the, uh, the human experience. And if you can, if you are able to move your body, the science is clear that this is helpful. This does not need to be a CrossFit class and do not go from zero to a hundred, but some form of moving your body taking a walk. I confess I am doing less CrossFit and doing more walking these days, and I am every bit as uh, energized by it. It's a different kind of energy, I will confess, but just simply moving your body, if you are able, is super helpful. All right, full circle. This concept of awareness as any artist, or in my particular case as a photographer, I felt like I trained myself to be aware. And yet, being aware of a moment and being able to capture it and being aware with a capital A have <laughs> proved to be very, very different things for me. And I will also confess that this is not, I have not mastered this, the ability to, to be present in the, in, in the particular moment. But I do know that this is where some of, if not all of the best things in life are in present. All we have is now. The past has gone. The future is an illusion. All we have is now. So how can I be any more emphatic in, I'll say, begging you to find a way to be present in the moment? Take one of six, two of six, anything that I just recommended, put it into practice. And of course, 
like all micro shows, I would love to get your feedback. If this has helped in any way, or you take one of these six or what I give eight or nine now little tips, let me know how it affected you. I'm doing a little bit of research here for some of my future writings and some other shows, um, how this engages and impacts the creative process. Love to hear from you. Of course, you can join my text community, 206-309-5177. Love to hear you from you there. And of course, I'm listening at all times to the social feeds out there in the world. Um, all right, let's go. Let's find some more awareness, some more presence, be mindful of our surroundings. And until next time, it's your friend Chase and I bid you adieu. All right, that's all for today's show. But hey, before you go, I want to say thank you for listening and also for engaging with the platform. Wherever you consume the show, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere, thank you so much. Reviews help a ton if you're willing to. And I want to let you know that in an effort to continue the topics we explore here on the show, or if you have questions, you can always direct your comments to me on all my social feeds. I'm at Chase Jarvis everywhere, but also... I will see your message quicker if you shoot me a text. That's right. I can text directly with you. The best way is to hit me up at 206-309-5177. I get a lot of texts, so I can't always get back to you right in the moment. But trust me, those are my thumbs on the other end of the keyboard. So I want to say thanks so much, and I look forward to engaging with you soon.